competition. We play the game and then we won it. I kicked it for everyone's legs. Oh, that's you. Max Becker and Ellie Blackburn. Yes, that's right. Welcome back to the Kids Edition. Head coach of the Oakley Chargers, Paul Griffiths, joins us on the Kids Edition this morning. Paul, it's great to have you on the show. How are you? Good, thanks, Max. Um, thanks for having me on. No worries. Now, um, you've got some great talent uh, that have come through the program of the Chargers, uh, you know, in the last year or so. Can you tell me about some of the standards that have been set uh, by yourself this year and some of the other coaches? Yeah, I mean, coming into the program, a little bit late-ish. Um, Jay Davenport, who was the previous coach, got a job up at GWS. So um, I came in to replace him around about round two-ish. So um, we didn't want to upset things too much, mate. We we wanted to make sure that we came in and um, kept stability around the space so that the players, particularly the players in their top age in their draft year, um, felt like that they could take what they've already learned and just continue to grow that and, I mean, I think we've been able to do that with other coaches pretty well. Um, there's a lot of disruptions in, in the coach league with school competitions and Metro and, um, and and quite a few things that can remove the concentration of these players. And um, a big part of our role is to make sure that we can provide some stability so that they can play the best footy. How do you try and provide them that stability and, you know, keep these kids, obviously they're only bottom ages, like 17 and top ages, 18-year-olds heading into the draft and give them you know, a sense of stability and also um, comfort knowing um, they'll be okay heading into the draft? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's about making sure that they understand why they made our program in the first place and mm-hmm. and that they, they made our program because of the strengths that they've got and, and just instilling that and reinforcing that into the plays and, um, and also to trying to look for um, the strengths in the plays. And I'm, I'm big on finding what they're really good at and coaching that out of them. So as long as you make sure that that's the forefront of their mind most of the time and um, and to focus on, uh, to be cliche, but just the process of getting better and not worrying about um, how good they're going to be, then it keeps their mind busy and focused on that. Hey, Paul, thanks for joining us on the show this morning. And and obviously, we, we have a lot of kid listeners out there um, tuning in. So how do you sort of get into a coach league program and, and particularly with the Oakley Chargers? And, and how do you manage those expectations coming through the ranks? It's as simple as just enjoying your football wherever you're at, whether it, where you're playing junior footy. And, and the one thing that should never change is um, your ability just to have fun and enjoy what you're doing. Um, don't worry too much about um, the outcomes are where you, it's good to have goals. It's good to want to get to places. But um, if you focus too hard on those things, you can sometimes forget to stay present where you're at and enjoy what you're doing. So if you play good enough football and, and, you, and you're starting to get selected for representative teams, and, and that's where our rep, um, that's when our recruiting guys will, will come across and, and find you at some stage. So and the old saying is, if you're good enough, you'll get found in the end. So just keep working hard, keep enjoying it, and, and someone will find you at some stage. Paul, you were at Richmond uh, as the VFL assistant coach in 2019. Obviously a great year for both the VFL and AFL size. What was that season like, I guess, from your perspective? I'm just really, really privileged and um, grateful to be a part of the environment at that stage in their existence. Clearly, as you say, they had a lot of success around the entire club and and being able to work with someone like Craig McRae and a lot of the fantastic coaches in the VFL program at that stage taught me a hell of a lot about um, about coaching and about people and 
um, really did. You know, I had a great passion for coaching prior to that, but once I was involved in that program, I really did um, develop a want and desire to continue to do it and do it full time, which is what I'm fortunate enough to be doing now. And Paul, you mentioned Craig McRae um, being able to coach alongside him. He's probably one of the most loved coaches in the AFL at the moment, and and you can't help but admire what he's doing at Collingwood. Was did you see similarities in that and and the way you went about it at at Richmond at the time? Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's no surprise at all that that he's doing what he's doing. And um, if anybody who had known Craig um, at Richmond or previously or um, would understand why he has such success. He's a genuinely intelligent person. First and foremost, he knows football back to front. He's very, very good at it. Sees the game incredibly well, but he's just a wonderful human being and person and great connector of people. And He really does invest in everybody that, that's in the program from, from top to bottom. So, yeah, it's no surprise that he's doing as well as he's doing, and I'm glad that he is, Max, because I'm a Collingwood supporter. So it's, um, <laughs> I'm enjoying the riders. Um, from a couple of different levels. So obviously with Vic Metro as the midfield coach working alongside uh, some stars of the future in Levi Ashcroft and Nate Caddy, who's been playing some midfield time with you guys this season. What's that been like to work with some of these kids coming through the ranks? It's always good fun working with anybody who's driven and, and wanting to uh, to be successful and, and be the best version of themselves. And when you get to the level of Metro and, and all the other teams, I'm sure that country and allies and, and WINSA are the same, that um, these kids really don't need um, a hell of a lot of prodding. They, they, they're like sponges. They come to you and, um, and they instill anything that you try and teach them. So it's been wonderful. And Will Brown and, um, and uh, Lee Ashcroft, Ashcroft, as you talk about, Nathan Blake, Ty's Connor Brown, yeah, Josh Smilly, the list goes on. There's... Um, there's some really good talent that roll through that midfield in the Metro team. So it's been a good experience. I've enjoyed it a lot. And obviously, round 11, talk us through how your season's going at the moment and, and, and what do you look forward to uh, for the remainder of the season? So for us, it's always just about creating an environment where the players feel safe and um, and able to, to bring whoever they are and whatever that looks like and um, and put this best foot forward in an, in an attempt to try and get drafted or, um, and we understand this and they understand too. It's not all about getting drafted. Only a small percentage do. So if they can leave the program and go on to play, you know, either VFL football or be just wonderful local players um, for their local teams and that's a win as well. So for us, it's about um, just making sure the environment stays um, um, like that, that, that they can carve out the best uh, version of themselves and go on to whatever that is. And, and hopefully we, we get as many drafts as we possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. Paul, what's it been like this year? Obviously there's a high reputation um, and environment around um, the Oakley Chargers there. What's it been like to try and maintain that reputation, obviously with the players that they, you guys have and the former coaches have processed in the last few years? Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's a, it's a really heavy, talented region, a lot like Sandringham was, and I came from the Sandringham um, program. So both programs um, have a lot of private schools within their zone. So um, by virtue of that, you generally get a little more talent, um, which is great. Um, so it has its challenges as well. We, Like I said before, we've got five different schools, competitions, and um, so it can be a little bit disjointed. So my, my main role really is to provide... And that stability I spoke about earlier on, and at the same time, 
try and nurture and educate and develop the individuals within it. Um, I feel like we're doing that really well. Paul, I was fortunate enough on Friday to watch Levi Ashcroft go to work um, for Brighton Grammar against Geelong, down at Geelong. Have you noticed any major differences or improvements in his game throughout this year? Yeah, he was. Um, he, last year was clearly a talent. He went on and played a really strong Sandringham Dragons team and, and won a premiership. And um, he, he may well have even been somewhat frustrated, as even though he's only 16, because he didn't get as much game time uh, as the others. But that's that's the nature of the competition. You've got to push your, your top eight players to the forefront because it's their draft year. But he was still able to impact incredibly well and, and played predominantly as a forward. And, and I think the difference between I mean, everyone compares brothers, don't they, when they come through and his brother's just a wonderful, wonderful talent and doing great things at Brisbane. But um, for me, Levi's got that, um, he's got that X factor that it's hard to put your finger on it. Um, very dangerous around goals, can find plenty of the football um, in the middle of the ground and, and can rack up numbers there. But I think around the goals is where he can be really, really dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Paul, thanks so much for joining us on the Kids Edition this morning. It's been an absolute honour to have you on. No problem, Max. I really uh, really had fun and appreciate your time. Paul Griffiths, head coach of the Oakley Chargers in the Coach Talent League.